Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast episode will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, please do not continue to watch or listen until you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. Today, we are covering The Boogeyman, (laughs) which came out in 2023. We will always be cringe. (laughs) But before we go into the review, let's grab our cups and talk about tea. So using my, oh dear, I'm queer mug, which is not in our shop, sadly. (laughs) I got it off of Amazon. (laughs) Um... I am drinking the Plum Deluxe's Comfort Blend Black Tea, which I had completely forgot about until I was reorganizing my tea. And I'm like, oh, there's a bunch of like tea and glass. Oh, it's Plum Deluxe tea. Oh my God, I forgot about this tea. Anyways, it's got, I'm not, I, you know, I don't have ADHD. <laughs> oh no, not you. <laughs> but it's got black tea, cinnamon chips, orange peel, ginger, clove, and orange extract. And I am drinking one of our all-time favorites from Plum Deluxe. It is the Reading Nook Blend Black Tea. And it's got black tea, rosebuds, lavender, chamomile, natural flavor. And this one does have caffeine, but they do have a caffeine-free version as well. Yes. So, thank you, Plum Deluxe. Yes, thank you. And uh, as always, thank you to Plum Deluxe for allowing us to continue to do what we love. And for our tea sippers out there, brew yourself a cup of tea, sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy the review. I mean, it's a boogeyman movie. I feel like there's not really much of a summary needed, but Yeah, sure. it's just like um, the kid like being sought out by with the boogeyman and trying to get like her parents and her sister to believe her. Well, father. Their mother had passed away. Or sorry, did I say mother? I meant You said parents. Oh, sorry. Father. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they see the boogeyman and then they're like, oh, we believe you now. <laughs> well, he gets dragged into the basement by the boogeyman yeah. and, and and gets his leg broken. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But so for entertainment, I know it's a great summary, wasn't it? Okay. <laughs> For entertainment. Uh, (laughs) So, for me, this movie is really solid. Like, oh, this this movie is conflicting for me. (laughs) I loved getting your texts. Yeah, so I was texting (laughs) Jess, and I'm like, this movie is bringing all of my childhood (laughs) fears to reality. Please help. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm just like... Like, while I'm watching the movie, I'm curled up with the blanket, just like, like, oh my god, like, I was so scared. It's been a long time since a scary movie has scared me that much. But, like, the thing is, it's like, I'd say the first 80, maybe, like, 90% of the movie, it's, like, really solid. But then, like, the end, like, it's a solid end, but it just didn't, like, keep me that as engaged so it's like oh 
it's like for me and the story itself like it's been done before so yeah so i there are a few different boogeyman movies it's like one of those things where it's like i feel like 7.25 at least for me is the most accurate rating because there's some like i really wanted to rate it a 7.5 but the other 7.5 movies i've had have been a lot more like solid or consistent um but like this movie is like definitely i'm going to watch it again um like the scares are really solid and i love how well they build them up and it's not really like jump scared central or it's just more like creep factor yeah Um, they do have a couple of jump scares yes yes but it's like i feel like the jump scares there wasn't really a point where i was like rolling my eyes i'm like oh they did a jump scare for like this part at least nothing that like st- stuck out to me. I mean, when when they show the boogeyman just above the TV, yeah. When the little girl is playing PlayStation, I feel like that was a bit much, especially the noise that they used for it. Like mm-hmm. we know it's already creepy enough. You really don't need the loud noise of "Oh my God, he's right there." Yeah, we know. <laughs> Yeah. We were already looking for him. <laughs> yeah, which I'll be really excited to talk about another movie that we are reviewing later. Yeah. But like overall, though, the scares are really solid. Mm-hmm. The buildup is nice. The tension is nice. Um, like, and for someone who grew up as an extra terrified child, like I was scared of the dark much longer than I should have been, <laughs> probably. So it's like, but I remember distinctly as a child, like my room, like in the corner was where my bathroom and my closet were. And I always thought I saw like a figure standing, but it also was like the bathroom was such an open space. I always pictured like it'd be so easy for something to come out the closet and then come through there. And so it's just like such nightmare fuel. Um, and so then like expanding upon that, like, I feel like they do a really good job. It's so much better than, oh, what is that one movie that's also about a boogeyman? Is it just called Boogeyman? (laughs) I forgot. Like I said, there are like three or four. Yeah. But suffice it to say. Are you talking about the one that was centered mostly around the closets? No. And they could like travel from closet to closet? No. I haven't seen that one. (laughs) I feel like this one is better. <laughs> but it's like out of all of the boogeyman type of movies that I've seen, this one I feel like captures the essence of the fear of a child the best. Yeah. Yeah, they, they do. And it's like it really does feel like a lot of those scenes feels like it comes from a child's perspective, too, with the fact that it's like zooming in on like what the kid is doing rather than it being like an overall like view. Like the tooth theory, I feel like is not like a great example Uh, it's more like almost like an adult perspective or like an overview perspective while with this movie you almost feel like you're the kid yeah um anyways so pretty solid there the characters i mean they were they were characters like they didn't really stick out to me um the the story itself as far as like the previous family that had dealt with that monster 
Um, that was kind of interesting, and it brought an additional interest. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was also kind of interesting that the mother of the the previous kids that were um, killed, um, the fact that she's, like, hunting, and then she is using the teenage girl as, like, the bait for it. Like, that was kind of interesting, but at the same time, it... I don't know. It just, for some reason, I didn't like how they did that as well. But it it did add interest to the story. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, overall, a pretty solid movie. Um, like I said, it gets a little bit shaky, at least for me, at the end. But as far as, like, the scares, like, definitely very, very solid movie. So. Yeah. So, I had seen this one before... We watched it for the podcast. Um, I was actually the one that suggested it to her. <laughs> yeah, it was a very good suggestion. <laughs> I knew it would get her. <laughs> <laughs> you did. I was just sitting here. I saw your text and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> you make my plan work perfectly. <laughs> my only regret was that I wasn't able to watch it with you. Because I feel like I would have just been dying of laughter. I know. If I had known it was going to be that bad, I'd be like, Let, we should have watched it for the Halloween party. So yeah. you and V could just like laugh at my I was kind of hoping that y'all would pick it, but it was all good. Uh, <laughs> but this one, they do a good job for at least the, the most of the movie, making you look in other places on the screen apart yeah. from right at the main actor or actress that's being shown. Yeah. Um, they make you look in the shadows. And when you see things moving or um, hear things and all, you're, you feel justified for looking at those places instead of at the, the people that they're showing on the screen. So, um, it helps to have a couple of watch throughs, at least in my opinion, because um, then you can get a bit more of the full effect where you see the things in the background, but you're also able to focus a bit more on the actors and actresses as well to see how they portray it. And you're not just looking at every little thing in the background, like, where is it? <laughs> um I feel like they, the actors and actresses did an okay job. I feel like there could have been some better choices made in a few of the scenes. Like the, the little girl was just okay. Yeah. But it's hard with child She wasn't child terrible. Actors. She just wasn't yeah. amazing. Yeah. We've seen better, but we've also seen a hell of a lot worse. Um, the teenager was also okay i feel like some of the drama was forced mm-hmm. um especially with the friend yeah. and her new friend group there were some interactions that didn't make that much sense and the dad was i mean i get that he was a therapist so it's it makes sense that he would be a skeptic but at the same time, if both of your kids are saying the same thing... It's a bit ridiculous. And no one was in the room when your youngest is thrown against a TV, yeah. I think there's something else going on. <laughs> yeah. 
So it it's one of those kinds of movies where you feel very frustrated. And I know that's part of the point, probably, that they were trying to convey um, that helplessness from the, the teenager and the kid of yeah. our parents don't believe us. Yeah. Or uh, the adults in the story don't believe us at all. Um, there was no one outside of the home that they really told about the monster, except I think the little girl mentioned it to their therapist that they were talking to about the mom's death. But it was kind of a um, monster in the dark kind of thing. And, oh, it's just brought on by your trauma. Let's do some immersion therapy and all. And when she was clearly having a very, very hard time with it, they kept going. Yeah. So I don't think they, they played that off very well at all. Um, well, and I know like immersion therapy as, as someone that, uh, has OCD and has been through a a type of immersion therapy, like what they're supposed to do is just give you enough to where you sit and you're uncomfortable for like a limited amount of time. They're like, okay, we're going to sit like this for a minute. And then they slowly increase. But with that scene, they're like, oh, no, we're going to plunge deep. Like, here we go. (laughs) And I know it wasn't a very long scene, but she was clearly having a very hard time. She was very distressed. She was terrified. Yeah. So and it just kept getting worse and worse. So it it just rubbed me all kinds of wrong. (laughs) That whole scene. Yeah, like if I was a parent and I knew that the psychologist or whatever had done that to my child, I would be pissed. Oh, yes. I would be finding a different psychologist. Yeah. Because no. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) I just lost my train of thought. I know Nobby's like, (laughs) what's wrong, Nobby? (laughs) You're a kitty kitty. <laughs> so some of the um, scenes felt a little forced. Others felt like they were dragged out a little bit longer than they should have. Um, and kind of breaks you out of the immersion of the movie just from the realism and or just how mad you are <laughs> at some of the people. So not, I feel like most movies nowadays, especially play heavily into the the authority figures or the the people that should be safe not believing them yeah and i feel like they could do a better job with being more understanding about it and believing them a bit more especially if the kid doesn't generally make up these kinds of stories and doesn't lie yeah yeah, like Maybe if a kid is something normally, going on. like really trustworthy and honest, <laughs> yes. and all of a sudden they're coming up with these like crazy stories. I mean, that's how mm-hmm. like abuse from non-parental figures has been like found out. Yes, because these kids that were like trustworthy and honest all of a sudden are spouting like these really crazy stories, and they're like, "What the hell?" And then when they investigate, oh look, mm-hmm. it's true. Or they're super outgoing and everything, and then they suddenly switch and become withdrawn. Yep. Yep. And cautious. Yeah. Well, and then, like, the therapy, the the exposure therapy scene, 
Oh, yeah. It's not immersive therapy. It's exposure therapy. But anyways, Mm -hmm. uh, they could have still done that scene. But like what would have been, I think, kind of cool is if they did do the, okay, we're going to do this for a minute. Oh, we're going to do this for five minutes. They kept increasing. And throughout the movie, they're showing. And it's like nothing isn't, it's like she's scared, but nothing is really happening. And then they're like, okay, you're ready for a longer session. And then it shows Mm-hmm. Like now that would be creepy because yes. then you're like not expecting anything to happen because you're like, well, the previous mm-hmm. times nothing has happened. And then it's like, <laughs> or you start hearing things moving oh, in the background ooh, or something. Ooh. And then they turn on the light and you just see like a hand like disappear quickly or like something crazy like that. like Or like a one of those fake plants in the background just kind of oh, like rustling oh, or something. Ooh. Like it moved by it quickly. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. That, see, now that that's how you do that scene. That's scary. Pretty sure if I created a horror game or movie, you would have a heart attack. Yep, pretty sure. <laughs> I'd be all for it. It'd be a, a happy but terrified last few moments of my life. <laughs> yeah. But it just did such a good job. Because <laughs> I'm sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> just dead of laughter <laughs> uh, but what a way to go uh, <laughs> but it is it is an interesting take on an old story uh, because I mean everybody's heard of the boogeyman and there are different different myths associated with him and different lore but I like that they chose specific lore for this movie and they were fairly consistent with it the whole time. Yeah. I wish that they had explained a bit more of the black vine looking things all over the wall and ceiling. Yeah, that was kind of weird. It's like, I guess the boogeyman left his mark, but it's like, it's still, it's like, it's up to your interpretation or, or thought. Yeah. I wish they'd have at least mentioned it because no one thought to be like, uh, what's this? Right. Is this some kind of mold? Is it? Yeah. What is this? This is a problem. <laughs> Call in some kind of cleaning crew or anything. Nope. Nope. Just this is, this is fine. This is normal. This is the thing that happens. Well, and maybe this is more for the realism. I I know, and this is the flaw with any monster that uh, is a part of the darkness or whatever. Is like the inconsistency of like, well, what level of darkness? Yes, I feel like this problem. This one isn't as bad as like other movies mm-hmm. we've seen, but it's still like, where, where's the threshold here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, it was almost a lights out situation. <laughs> Like, how much light is too much light? Yeah, like, lights out, the tooth fairy, both mm-hmm. of those. I can't, I don't know if there's, I'm sure there are, but I don't remember offhand any other. Well, I guess technically uh, 30 days of night. Because it's like, how much dark is, I don't know. Well, it was sunlight that hurt them, UV. Yeah, that's true. It's not, but but technically, okay, anyway. Regardless. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, (laughs) so I I would give this a seven just because of certain scenes that just rub me the wrong way and take me out of the immersion um, and some of the realism things that we'll get to as well. (laughs) See, like like during the immersive Mm -hmm. or the exposure therapy scene, 
I have just, I just regressed as a child and I'm, I just like, this is so terrifying. Like it would be absolutely terrible to be put through like this type of situation. So it's like, I think it didn't bother me as much only because like I very much went back to my inner child during like the whole movie. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I I can definitely see where you're coming from though on the frustration with that and not being listened well, it also, the, um, I took off a little bit for the effects too, like the CG. Hmm. For the most part, for the most part, most of the movie, it's done really well. Because they don't show a lot. They don't show a lot of it. Yeah. And it's mostly like out of the corner of your eye kind of things. And, oh, there's a silhouette or a shadow or something. Mm-hmm. Or you just see like a quick flash of a hand or something. Yeah. But the scenes where they show him completely yeah i mean they did a good like i like the boogeyman design yeah for the most part it wasn't horrible but i still feel like if they kept it mostly in darkness then it still would have been better Mm -hmm. or whenever they had it more in light had a animatronic or something yes Yes. I guess they maybe decided to do CG for the making it still like stealthy and have speed. Mm-hmm. But like an animatronic, especially when it's like lit up by candles. Oh, that would have. Oh, that would have been terrifying. Amazing. Yes. That would have been absolutely terrifying. So, yeah, that that's what I had for entertainment. For realism. Mm. <laughs> Realism's tough. Because, you know, on the immersive or to suspend ex- a lot of reality. Yeah. Like on the exposure therapy scene like that, I tick off right there. Um, the fact that the father like it's totally realistic that it would take a parent a really long time to believe a child. But like, as you said, when the kid is literally thrown into the TV it's like, there's definitely, like, I feel like he at least would start exploring what the options were. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily believing, okay, there's a boogeyman, but at least being like, okay, let's look into this. This is obviously, like, something's not right. She didn't just throw herself into the TV hard enough to give her at least a concussion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, she was knocked out. Yeah. K.O. <laughs> well, and then like um, the the previous family, the father coming into the therapy session, I feel like the way that he started off uh, and then revealed, hey, I know you went through something similar, blah, blah, blah. And then he was talking about like, oh, I didn't kill my kids and all of that. I feel like he wouldn't have taken on him on as a client. And then second, he probably would have been like, this guy seems a little unhinged. I'm going to reach out to the authorities. He did. Oh, he, did he do it after he was, he said, I have to go to the bathroom. Oh yeah. That's right. PD. Yes. Oh yeah. Sorry. That was just me having a brain fart. Yes. Um, so that was good. But the maybe, oh, maybe he was like having walking him through a session because he was trying to like wait for the cops to come. Well, the guy had said, if I don't talk to someone, I don't know what I'll do. 
Yeah, so maybe he was just so like... So he wanted to try to see what he could do to kind of diffuse the situation and... Yeah, that's fair. Bring that's him fair. down a little bit. Yeah. Um, talk him off the ledge, essentially. Yeah. Is what it sounded like. And then when he started talking about a shadow monster, <laughs> he's like, okay, um, I do need to go to the bathroom, <laughs> but I'll be right back and we'll continue. Well, and, and that's when he called PD. <laughs> and like, uh, I feel like that whole, I mean, of course, they didn't give a whole lot of detail what happened with that family, but I feel like either the mother or father would be, ha- have gotten arrested and is just like, I don't know. It, it's like, it sounded like the investigation wasn't like complete. Um, so I'm surprised that he's able to, like, go around and... Well, they... I want to say at one point they showed that they couldn't find any evidence against the parents. Yeah. Like, they couldn't find any evidence that suggested they specifically did it themselves. But then I'd be questioning, because it's like, Mm -hmm. if the parents were home and the kids were dead, it's like, you know, I mean, it's technically circumstantial evidence yeah but still like quote-unquote evidence yeah but they need beyond a shadow of a doubt to but that's to prosecute to prosecute yeah yeah i don't know well they can't hold them for very long (laughs) yeah that's fair i don't know but um (laughs) not how it works (laughs) well i know but it's just like i don't know just like that whole situation it just feels like it was a little odd yeah It, it was a a lot of it was movies got a movie. Yeah, yeah. It, it did feel like a movie's got a movie. They movement. needed him to start off the the ball rolling with the monster hunting them instead. And they needed the, the mom that was hunting the monster mostly for expositional purposes. Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, like, having them added gave you a sense of how dangerous the boogeyman actually was but at the same time i didn't feel like like if they had removed all of them it wouldn't have been like they could have still made it like its own story with just the family oh yeah they could have found news articles yeah yeah and if they had gone if she had still gone to the house just to kind of snoop around she could have found a journal from like one of the kids yep saying he came again tonight <laughs> yeah yeah but but yeah that's why i got for realism did you even say a rating I don't oh shoot you saying I a didn't. rating at all oh crap <laughs> i give it's gonna it be a day, guys. <laughs> it's gonna be a day <laughs> i give it uh i think a two that's fair i feel like a two mm-hmm. is pretty fair that's fair uh, i would give it a two as well that's yeah. Um, also, if a uh, dad brings in a kid saying that he found her having been thrown into a TV and was unconscious, um, pretty sure there would be some some CPS social workers in there <laughs> to talk with the kid about, you know, possible abuse or anything like that. Like, yeah. it has to be reported. Yeah, they're like, this is fine. Yeah. We get um, these all the time. She was able to be discharged in what seemed like just an hour or two. 
Like, they gave her a once-over and was like, this is fine. You can go back home with your dad. Yeah. I feel like, I I mean, I'm not a nurse, so I don't know this, but I would assume that if there's any case where a child is injured and the circumstances seem a little odd, that they would have someone Yeah, they're supposed to out. report it. Yeah. So it, it just seems off. Also, if... The monster is that dangerous, and you know that it spreads when it senses misery, basically, as a way in. Um, Why would Lester choose that therapist specifically? I feel like that would be the one you would stay furthest away from. If you really had to talk to someone, like, I don't know why you would talk to anyone to give it the possibility of it spreading. But if you absolutely need to talk to someone, don't go for the one that just had his wife killed in a car accident. That's like a neon sign of it's going to go here next. (laughs) That was a huge movie's got a movie moment. (laughs) And I feel like it was very unnecessary. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Also, it, escalates really really quickly but at the same time they don't really give any rules of how it works as far as timeline like how it hunts or anything how long you have before it starts infesting quote-unquote your home basically yeah um before it starts trying to kill and when it threw the little girl into the tv why didn't it try to finish her off like why was it just yeah she's attacking but not actually trying to kill. Yeah. That makes no sense. Yeah. (laughs) At least given what it had shown in the very beginning of the movie was where it came out of the closet and it killed the kid. Yeah. Like that. Like there was no preamble or anything. Yeah. So. That definitely feels very movie's got a movie. Like it was forced drama almost. Yeah. So... There are little nitpicky things of the interactions and all that. It doesn't feel quite as organic as it should have. So it just takes you out of the the realism completely. And because the the rules aren't quite that well defined of how it teleports from room to room and all. Like, if it travels through darkness, okay, cool, but at least say it. Yeah. Um... The the closet where the guy killed himself, or killed himself, we don't know if he actually did or if it was the boogeyman that made it look like a suicide. They kept saying, it's so dark in here. <laughs> and I know that for movie's sake, for the audience's sake, you need to have some light so the audience knows what's going on. But you can't have that much light in a closet and show the monster. And then in the next scene, when the dad's asking the teenager what she saw and what happened, you can't have her say it was so dark. I don't know. It was so dark. No, you saw the damn thing. You could describe it perfectly. Don't tell me you can't. 
Well, because there's some movies that have shown like darkness and then you can see like an outline of a yes. figure that's even darker. Yes. Like they could have done something like that. You see mostly movement. Yes. And I feel like that would be a lot creepier, or especially like if eyes. I was just about to say, especially if there's just enough light coming in, like under the door or something to reflect <sighs> off of the eyes like a predator. <laughs> I'd hate that. that would be way more terrifying, especially if you hear it start like whispering because they said and they showed at a few different parts in yeah. the movie that it can mimic voices. That was pretty creepy too. That's so like, if that it sucks. like mimicked her mom's voice or something, yeah, or her dad's voice, or yeah. the guy that killed himself in the closet, mm. his voice. I feel like any number of things would have been a hell of a lot more terrifying. Yeah. And why would the door not open? The closet door. Yeah, that was very... The friend said that they were all trying to open the door and it would not open. Assuming that she wasn't lying, then why did the door not open? Yeah. That makes no sense. And how did the tooth get in the the teenager's throat? Is it able to teleport objects, too? They're just very unclear and... Yeah. A little inconsistent with some things, so... Because it was, like... I feel like they made it very much, like, a creature feature, but then, like, mm -hmm. the tooth in the throat, that's, like... It's, like, that happened in uh, The Ring. Uh -huh. So it's, like, so is it supernatural? Or, I mean, I guess technically it's supernatural. But it's, like, you, you know, it's, like, almost, like, is it ghost or... Yeah. Or, or is it a monster? Yeah. <laughs> like, pick one. Yeah. It was an interesting scene, for sure, but... And that would be terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it would. It would definitely freak me out, for sure. But it just, it didn't make a whole lot of sense. Again, pick one. Yeah. So. Yeah. that That's what I got for, for realism. Like, overall, it's a... They did a really good job with yeah. some scenes. It's just there's a few that, like, kind of take you out mm -hmm. of the immersion. Or or they kind of, like, could have done a better job with handling the, the monster or the scene. But um, but if you like these types of movies, definitely is a, a good one to see. Like, if uh, I feel like if you like Lights Out or Tooth Fairy, oh, yes. then, then this is definitely a, a good one to This will be a watch. good one to watch. Especially yeah. with all the lights off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But thank you for joining us today and let us know what you thought of the movie. If you'd like to recommend a movie, game, or tea, you can leave us a comment or join our Discord server. And if you'd like to keep up to date with our content, you can find our link tree listed below. And if you'd like to support us monetarily, we have a Teespring and a PayPal, or we have our affiliate link with Plum Deluxe available. It does not affect the price of the tea. It just allows us to continue to do what we love. And you can find all of the sites mentioned linked below. But until next time, guys, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye! Bye.